Well, I'm here to announce that I'm going to be a sprinter in the next Olympic Games. And um, I figure COVID ought to be done by then. I'll be in my mid-60s uh, when uh, the next Olympics comes around, uh, give or take. But I figure I will have uh, every single thing that a person can know. And I feel like I've been sprinting. Gosh, I don't know how long I've been sprinting. I ought to be able to win this damn thing. What the hell am I talking about? This is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about sprinting to the world of mobile offices. The Paul Truesdell Podcast is brought to you by Fixed Cost Financial, the home for the smart investor, who does not need to be sold on the idea of fixed cost investing. With coffee or tea, whiskey or wine, it's now time. So a bunch of people have said to me, for crying out loud, just buy the damn motorhome for crying out loud. You've been talking about it for years, and that's true. Quite literally for, I don't know, um, probably 10 years now, I've been talking about, I think it's a really cool idea to have a mobile office. Now, one of the items that I've struggled with is, well, midwits, people who would look at it and go, yeah, I don't know about this, man. Are you making it? Are you okay? And I will tell you the thing that really did it for me was I went to a chamber of commerce function in Ybor City. And this guy had this big old van. It was parked next to mine. And he had a Sprinter, which is uh, made by Mercedes. And I've got my Mercedes uh, S-Class sitting next to it. And he said to me, hey, cool, nice vehicle. You know, we're both leaving. I said, oh, thanks. I said, I like yours. And uh, I said, uh, do you, is that your primary vehicle? Are you camping? What's going on? He goes, no, this is my mobile office cool. I made a mistake by not asking to take a look inside, although I know what they all look like. And here's the key thing. There are so many decisions that one needs to think about way beyond just the uh, basics such as, uh, you know, is are people going to be okay with it? And that's a big deal because look, I'm in the world of finance. We have a law firm. We have an insurance agency. I'm an investment advisor. That's my primary occupation. I do a lot of forecasting. That's what Longview Forecasting is all about. I do private investing, and that's what Truesdale Consulting is, my venture capital company. I also do business consulting as well. We have a podcast hosting company, and we also have a fintech. Now, you might say, how the hell do you do all that? Well, they're all interrelated. All the technology uh, works together. And so it winds up being fairly easy. And, you know, you might say, well, how does Elon Musk run SpaceX and Tesla and SolarCity and all that? Look, as long as the companies are consistent with what they do and you know how to delegate and you know how to manage your time well, and that's something I struggle with every day, try to do the best I can, which is the reason why I'm looking at these Class B motorhomes. So here's the thing. One, what do you think is one of the most difficult questions that I'm struggling with? What, what do you think? Come on. It actually has to do with where the bathroom is going to be. Now, here's the thing. One of the things I want is when I'm out running around, you know, it's really nice to be in my office. Now, just so you understand, my office fits me. In my office, it's all pat. I've taken down our, our recording studios, the podcasting studio, gone, turned that into a work office. The video, the big studio, all the drop-down screens, gone. Because technology has allowed us to do things a lot more efficient and effective. I mean, it is crazy what you can do. Now, just because you can doesn't mean you should. And for those of you who decide, oh, I can do a podcast. Anybody can do a podcast, blah, blah. No, you can't. 
No, you just can't. It takes a lot of time and effort. You have to learn how to do different things. I've got a friend, for example, Mike makes the stupidest noise in his mouth. I don't know what he does. It sounds like a clown horn, but it's funny as hell. But those are the things that you have to develop. I do my little uh, Howie Mandel thing, uh, my Bobby. Well, Bobby comes in and talks to you like this. and Okay, so I digress. But one of the things that Bobby is struggling with is where to have the potty. Well, Bobby, where would you want to have the potty? Well, if it's in the middle of the coach, I don't know. It might kind of stink everything up. That's a good point, Bobby. If the potty is in the middle of the coach, it's kind of like not a good place. That's why it needs to be in the back. Well, is there a problem with the back? Yeah. You know it would be nice? What's that, Bobby? It would be nice if you could open those doors in the back, and while you're working on your computer or you're reading or doing everything, I don't know, maybe sitting on the john in front of everybody is not such a cool idea. Bobby, you got a really good point there. So that's actually one of the things that I'm sitting back thinking, okay, I'm not really interested in doing any cooking in there, but having a customized van built and the length of time it's going to take to, to do it, I don't know. So do you put the bathroom in the back? Do you put it in the middle? Do you have a dry shower? What's a dry shower? A dry shower is fully contained. You can basically close the door and you have a shower and you get cleaned up. Is that important? Sure, it's important. Because in my office, again, like I said, I built it to fit my own needs in my office, my personal public office. I have a private office. I have a public office. But my public office, I've got a pool table. I got my glass boards. I got my big giant screens. And we've turned everything into both the audio, the podcasting, and the video studio. And to be very blunt with you, when I don't have time to do some editing real quickly, I just ship it off. But it's all self-contained. It's, it's a cool thing. I like that. I really like it. All the books that I'm reading, for example, I'm going back through Kevin Ashton's book, How to Fly a Horse, enjoying that. It's a second read on it. And I'm taking a lot of things out of it, extrapolating, I'll be sharing with you. But the point is, going back to the, the damn RV, I spent a lot of time, 20 years, designing my office building. It is, it fits our needs. doesn't fit anybody else's needs. When I built it, I had people say, what are you building? Like, this is totally different from what everybody else would be doing. I don't care what everybody else is doing. They can drop dead and go to hell. I'm building this for me and for nobody else. Listen, I'm six minutes into this. Let me get my disclaimer out of the way. We'll be right back right after this. Due to Paul's extensive holdings and that of his clients, you should assume that he and his firms have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. By listening to this podcast and using this website in any manner, you understand the information presented is provided for informational purposes. Nothing said, written, or otherwise communicated in any form should be construed as an offer, recommendation, or solicitation to buy or sell a security. So one of the things that uh, Colleen and I did, and we talked about back in 1992, in the summer of 1992, in the spring of 1992 when we met, is the power of being mobile. And uh, we were really finding that uh, fascinating at the time. Now, back in the day, about that time frame, there were a couple of fellows who had mobile CPA firms. And they literally were taking vans and motorhomes, and they were going to people's businesses and they were being accountants. They were doing book work, et cetera, et cetera. It's a franchise that I thought about buying, but I sat back and I said to myself, you know, with the internet, 
the interwebs, those spooky things that everybody talks about. You know, they, they have them on your phone, on your earbuds and everything else, listening to everything that you say. Big Brother is everywhere. Oh, come, come on, you can laugh over that. Why not? There's, you know, we got to laugh about it. It is what it is what it is. Yeah, oh, foghorn leghorn. It is what it is what it is. So anyways, I thought to myself, you know, at some point in time, what's going to happen is people are going to adopt the Internet. Now, remember, going back to the 1970s, I did IBM punch card programming, we learned Fortran and COBOL, and I, you know, I understood this stuff. I said, one day, one day. So it did happen. It took longer than I thought. And in other cases, it was quicker than I thought. But a lot of people finally begun, have begun to understand this, although, remember this, you still have a lot of people that go to Walmart, and they go to H&R Block, and they go to, what is it, Jackson Hewlett. I thought about getting franchises for all these things. I always came to the same conclusion. And, and by the way, if you don't know this... I used to have an accounting practice, Truesdale Accounting. We did tax returns for our clients only, not for anybody else. We did it as a courtesy. But it got to the point where, you know, we just simply lost money because our clients were all retired and were not the kind of people who would embrace technology. We did have, however, about 20 or 30 clients that said, yeah, let me just scan and send you all my stuff and blah, 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 it's done. Ship it back and forth, they can print. Those people were profitable. And that's when I said, here's what we're going to do. We can't do this anymore. We sold the practice to another person. And we just can't do this. But the future is somebody who bridges the gap between everybody when it comes to it. And that's what's going on now. I mean, for crying out loud, what is it, uh, Quicken? I mean, my God, QuickBooks and all that. The key, the key, though, is people still want to press flesh. They still want to see people. So the other day I came close to buying one of these things, and I knew exactly kind of how I wanted to do it. And um, I have the ability to have some things that were customized, and we, we're going to have it all figured out. Just get this basic thing. We knew the plan we wanted. We knew the model, the whole nine yards. And then I would have a couple of things manufactured that would fit, and they would, they would, it would make it perfect. Well, what's going on now? Well, the corona roni, the rice roni, the flu, the Wuhan flu. Can't say Wuhan, can we? Can't say Chinese flu, can we say? Who cares? It's my podcast. I can do whatever I want. The Wuhan flu is now kicking its tail back up. Not going to get into the politics of it. Not going to tell you what I think is going on. Hell, even in my office, we have people here who we have very strong disagreements on, on what we think is going on. Some people overreact, some people underreact. Who knows what the reaction is supposed to be? I think most people are emotional over these things. It's ridiculous. It is what it is what it is. But you got to get out of the way of the Wuhan flu. So kind of like, well, let's put a pause on this. Everybody and their grandmother is out buying these damn vehicles. They've gone from 65, 70,000 to as much as 150,000. So everybody, because of supply and demand, it's always going to be that way. Supply and demand. They're charging an arm and a leg for these damn things, and I don't need to do that. So we're going to put a pause on it, and we're going to do a little bit more thinking on it. I think at some point in time they're going to reach their maximum capacity. This always happens. You always get people who overproduce, in addition to which, you know, it's like the uh, chip thing. It's like everything else. Oh, no, we're going to shut down all of our orders, and so you're not in the queue, and so these damn companies like all of our manufacturers for vehicles in this country. They're not really manufacturers, they're just assemblers. 
Ford is an assembler. General Motors is an assembler. Okay, they, they don't make anything in this country anymore. So we got to go to China. You know, you got to go to Vietnam. You got to go to Bangladesh. You got to go to Laos, Cambodia. I mean, everywhere. India. You got everybody makes the real materials and they ship it over here and we really assemble very little. And look, if you're in manufacturing, I get it. Don't, I know some people are in it. But we just don't manufacture generally on the average and home for the most part what we should be doing. We don't. You know that. If you're one of those uh, midwits and you're a boomer patriot who like, oh, the USA, no matter what, we're the best. You're, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid and um, God bless you. There's nothing wrong with being a patriot, but there's nothing wrong with also being realistic about what's going on. So I'm going to put a pause on it. I've got all my design plans. I'll build when I'm ready to build. But um, I think we're going to go back and do a whole lot more video, audio. And um, we're going to do a restriction on some of our running around. Because here's the thing. I know, like, some of these groups I belong to, they're already shutting down. Everybody's shutting down. Uh, I don't know about you, but I am sick of this already. So what's the point of this? The point of this is real simple. It's basic business fundamentals, okay? What I'm doing is simply having a conversation with you about what I'm doing to make a decision on something that's really important. No, a couple hundred thousand dollars isn't gonna break the bank. It's not a big deal. We spend money because we're in business and it's a business expense. But there's a lot of things you have to do and think about it. Most people go into business, they're half-assed. They really do. And one of the books I'm going to buy, I think the name is, um, let me think of it. I think it's Larry Wingett. He's got a new book out called Don't Quit Your Day Job. I don't know anything about it. But the truth is a lot of people go into franchises. They become truly self-employed for the very first time in their lives. Um, Multi-level marketing is another one of those where people get into is like, oh, I'm going to make so much money. You're going to make money if you can recruit people. You're a fantastic recruiter. But what is the product that you're selling? You know, it's got to be a really cool, fantastic product that people really want. And then on top of it, can people get it over the Internet? Is there a way that they're going to screw you? Look at Amazon. Something becomes really popular. And what does Amazon do? They stick it to you. They wound up having a knockoff and then they make all the profits. Look, here's the thing. When you are doing anything, I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is. It is called critical thinking. It's called project management. Dotting the I's and crossing the T's and doing what you've got to do. So that's what I'm really good at. And if you want to get together and have a conversation, what do you do? Give me a ring at 212-433-2525. That's 212-433-2525. And if I can't help you, Lord knows I got enough damn contacts out there. I got some really good people that uh, if you need help in the area of advertising and marketing and, you know, understanding social media, I'll get you in contact with Liz. I'll get you in contact with, uh, with uh, Mike. I mean, I got people out there. I got people. You got people. We all got people. With that, let's uh, dance out of here in just a moment. Let me drop my um, disclaimer in it. Or not, not disclaimer. The ending. Let's do the ending in just a minute. But uh, let's do a little piano play out here. 
With that being said, thanks for joining me. Appreciate the opportunity, and uh, we'll get out of here. Back to work, guys. Bye-bye. This has been the Paul Truesdell Podcast, sponsored by Fixed Cost Financial and Longview Forecasting. For more information about Fixed Cost Financial and Longview Forecasting, visit the website for the conglomerate of Truesdell Companies at truesdell.net or call the corporate offices for the Truesdell Companies at 212-433-2525. That's 212-433-2525. All rights reserved. Oh, 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 o